0: Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel. Our mum today is a TV presenter, author and self-confessed crap housewife. She's joined by someone who burst onto our screens with The Bachelor and now runs a hugely successful fitness empire.
1: Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait,
0: wait a second, uh, yes.
2: I'm the, I'm the, I'm the adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow.
1: I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think
0: you're still in the trenches with your kids.
1: I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Our guests today are Jessica Rowe and Sam Wood. Welcome to you both to The Parent Panel. Oh, it's lovely to be here. What a treat.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having us.
0: Now, look, you are both hugely successful in your own rights. Um, The only credentials, though, we care about here are your parenting ones. So Jess, tell us about your girls. How old are they? Do they take after you, your husband? What are they like?
2: I've got two beautiful daughters, Allegra, who is 12 going on 20. (laughs) And Giselle will be 10 next week. And she's so excited. She's like, mummy, it's double digits, (laughs) which I just think is so divine. Allegra is at that stage where Anything I do or say is so embarrassing, (laughs) Mum. I have to walk five steps behind her. Oh, my God. It's like it breaks my heart, but she's like, Mum, just, you know, just calm down and just stay behind me. The other day, though, she took my hand and she held my hand and I was so excited. But she's going um, Can you just stop that? So That's right. When well,
1: no one else skipping. can see, yes. they're happy to hold their hand. Yeah. But in broad daylight when they might get spotted, mm. it will not happen. Well,
0: hopefully, Sam, yours are still young enough to just think the sun shines out of you.
1: <laughs> well, Evie, my little girl, my stepdaughter, but she's my little girl, is 13, nearly 14. So I totally understand where Jessica's coming from. There she uh it's developing a little bit of attitude. She's a beautiful <laughs> girl, but yeah, very cool at the moment. And uh, Snez and I embarrass her to no end, and she doesn't want anything to do with us right now. We're uh, very, very uncool and out of the loop. And little Willow is... Just just turned 18 months. Wow. And uh, we have another little girl who is due in uh, at the end of July. So wow. my whole house is pink and nothing's going to change.
2: How <laughs> heavenly. I just how think heavenly. that That's sounds right. so beautiful. And I can't wait to get some more tips from you, Sam, about teenage girls, how to deal with that. Because to me, it's this whole Brave new world. You, you realise, or what I'm realising, is you're never there yet as a parent. Yeah, it's true. Each stage has its own challenges and stresses and worries, and we're never there yet. Yeah, you don't but, want to get
1: ahead of yourself. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't celebrate those little wins too. too yeah, I know. Oh, I'm fashion. all about celebrating the bite. little wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you need to celebrate them, but don't get carried away because it'll come back to it'll bite you. It'll be something else. <laughs> That's right.
0: All right, well, we are going to get your wise words and opinions on several topics today, um, including how you move on from spats with your partner. I'll be interested to know your points on those that topic. But the first thing I want to talk about today is your parenting style.
2: It's important that we teach him how to do things for himself. you got to let kids make
0: their own mistakes. You know what's funny? I was afraid our kids were going to make the same mistakes we did.
1: What do you expect? You coddle them too much. You've always been
0: overbearing. You may have heard there's a new parenting style in town. The concierge parent is uh, the one that does everything for their kids. They may offer to sit detention for them because it was their fault, the parent's fault that the kid was late, or insist that they really are good enough for the netball team. Writer Darren Levin has his own take on the kind of parenting styles we could add to the plethora of terms that are out there. He says... Blinkered parenting is when you're ambivalent about everything else except keeping your kids happy and alive. Netflix parenting is when you hand over the child-rearing reins to a streaming service and pray that Barbie Life in the Dream House will help them navigate the world. Jess, if you had to give your parenting style a name, what would it be?
2: I'm all of those. (laughs) At different stages and at different dramas and traumas, I do a bit of all of those things. In terms of generally, though, if I had to really nail it down, I would say I'm now of the belief that I'm a good enough parent. Oh, I like which that. Which is a lovely, freeing way to be. When my daughters were tiny, I was very much a helicopter mum. I would hover. I was a real hoverer. I was there waiting to leap in and <laughs> rescue them or do something. And I remember once, and this is terrible, There was a birthday party that my eldest daughter had been invited to and she missed out on a pass the parcel prize. And I was so upset on her behalf that I stole another (laughs) child's (laughs) pass the parcel prize and pretended that I hadn't because I wanted to make my daughter happy. Isn't that terrible? I know. I understand that. And I wouldn't do that now. But mind you, if I see girls who've been unkind to my daughter- I will give them the filthiest
0: looks.
2: (laughs) So I'm far from perfect. Depending how I'm feeling, depending how my day's been, that will very much impact on my parenting. I do strongly believe, though, you can never love your kids enough. Love, I think, is always the answer. You can never cuddle them too much, you can never talk to them too much, you can never have too much fun with them so I'm very much of the belief that more is more when it comes to that.
0: I do um, love how you, that fear of them being upset about pass the parcel because I have felt that, oh, it's almost nauseating. It is, it is and so. And no one admits to it because no. they're like, oh no, I'm cool that my kid missed out, okay I'm just going <laughs> to go and buy them some ice cream Yes! <laughs> Make them okay again. Or steal the prize Like <laughs> That takes the cake. Um, Sam, would you have a term for your parenting style? <clears throat>
1: um, look, I think for me it's it's I, I saw the other day that, you know, I read somewhere that you never truly understand your own parents until you become one. And I definitely think that is the case with me. I my dad's pretty tough old school, you know, he used to tell us the stories about how he'd walk to school with barefoot in the snow and all this <laughs> kind of rubbish. And uh back in cold Tasmania and and he was, you know, very much, you're now an adult, you fend for yourself, you know, wouldn't spoil you. I remember asking asked him for pocket money once and he kind of grabbed me by the ear and dragged me down and threw me into a kitchen and I was scrubbing dishes for a mate of his I owned a pub and that was kind of my first job and this, you never get pocket money in this household type thing. And I always thought I was hard done by. Until I think you know my own success, you attribute it back to those life lessons. So I try to go back to, I mean, trying and doing are very, very different. But I try and go back to that now in my own parenting. Are you making styles.
2: Willow walk today? I, I do, I do,
1: yes, I do. You know,
2: <laughs> and wash up in Fair the pub. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes, but to answer, answer your question, I'm a facilitator. I try, I try, I try. I yes. mean, I cave when I get. Willow's little look and oh, smile oh, and
0: she's only 18 months. No, 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 I I
1: know, but as in I try not to hover over her and I try to let her fall over and learn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at that, but with Evie especially, I think there's there's the combination of me knowing what worked well for me and feeling like particularly in this world that can be quite cruel, the more resilience you can teach your children the better. And I'm really big on her being tough enough to be able to resolve her own issues without mum and dad with her at the time, because we won't be there with her.
0: Though, Mm.
1: because Uh,
2: that's something I I sort of struggle with, but want to learn. What do you do? So, well,
1: my belief is resilience. You don't just click your fingers and you become resilient. It's something that has to be built up over time. So every time you sweep in to solve a battle for your children, you're taking away one of those potential layer building experiences, and that's not to say that we still don't sweep in more than we should, but the more yeah. we don't. And I have this dynamic with Sajana who has been single mum, Eve's everything probably, and she would admit this, has swooped in far too many times over the first nine or 10 years that it mm-hmm. was just the two of them. So, I am probably a bit harder on Eve to maybe balance that dynamic a little bit without wanting the, to be the bad guy. So, you know, yeah. th- there's a real... But
0: you balance each other, don't you? We
1: do, we do. I mean, yeah. I will... I... Snez and I probably argue the most over the fact that she goes in to fight too many of Eve's battles for her. Mm. And I tell her, I don't think in the long run you're doing her any favours. And she says, you wait till Willow's Eve's age and you'll do the exact same thing.
0: And possibly, <laughs> but, you know, I've thought about it. I'm not... I also don't do... enough, Jess, but um, the amount of people that I've spoken to, experts who've said exactly what you're saying, Sam, that we need to let our children fail. Um, What I've tried to do is when, you know, when they miss out on the past, the past, when their little (laughs) heart is breaking, and as a consequence, so is mine, then I try to think what you just said, Sam, there is that it is something that will help them in the long run, that actually this is a teaching moment it's yeah. a learning moment and it hurts now but it will be okay later having said that my eldest is seven my youngest is five i figure i've still got maybe three years to work <laughs> <on>. <laughs> That's right.
2: but the key though i think being to work on it we're still all learning aren't oh, of we course, and, of course. and some days we get it better than others oh, you yeah. can think yes that that i think that worked or other times when you think that it really and sometimes didn't go saving well saves
0: everyone. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes swooping in to save your child when it's in a very public place and you have no support team around you, yeah. sometimes the lollipop is just the answer. Oh, yeah. Of
2: course it is. Bribery. I now call that incentive. <laughs> it's not bribery. I'm offering my children incentives. Well, yeah. good. We've got to
1: the stage now, House, that if I, if I even get home carrying anything that's not my work bag, a cup of coffee or, you know, something that's been delivered to snajana to my office. Willow bursts up off the couch and says, "Present? Present? <laughs> Present?" And Sanjana's like, "What have you created already? 18 months. much. Stop spoiling this little girl." So, now as we I find say out all these things I'm definitely a bit of a sucker. Oh yeah, but that's
0: why we became parents, right? That's right. That's mm. the benefit. All right, next. Toast cut the wrong way. Rubbish. Was thrown out. The most perplexing reasons your child has lost their shiz.
1: <laughs> but there is a tantrum brewing in me. Having tantrums in supermarkets.
2: Oh no! Still, he's having a tantrum. Ugh! <sighs> oh, I have a headache
1: from all that
0: screaming. Another tantrum, right on schedule.
1: Surrender now or face my tantrum. Brace for impact.
0: Children, as we know, feel big emotions. Sometimes these big emotions can be about completely random things. Uh, my favourite example from my own life is my daughter, when she was three, had a meltdown because her ice block was too cold. <laughs> Uh, Very hard to know how to handle that one. Um, And these tantrums can be completely perplexing to adults who, of course, only tantrum about completely rational things, right? We never tantrum (laughs) about something irrational. Never.
2: Never, never lose the
0: plot. (laughs) No. Sam, what have been the most perplexing things that I guess Willow has had a tantrum about?
1: Look, that example that you gave with the, the shapes of the sandwiches, she's very visual. So it's colour coordinations. It's, I mean, the funniest one that Snez and I laugh about probably is that when we kiss, she runs from wherever she is and demands a kiss.
0: Aww. She doesn't
1: tantrum, but she gets <laughs> jealous that there's kissing going on and it's not to her. Is which Is the same is kind just,
0: of kiss? <laughs> no, well,
1: even if I just kiss Snez at home Aww. on the lips when I come yeah, home from so work, cute. Willow I will come running out and And it is just the most beautiful little thing, even though she also has this, she (laughs) insists on holding things in two hands and she has terrible balance when she's holding things in two hands, (laughs) but telling her to put one thing down and, and we're not talking about maneuverable items. We're talking about her Thomas the Tank Engine train and a handbag in the other, so she's completely unbalanced. One thing weighs five kilos, one thing weighs five hundred grams, and she wants to run full pace with one in each hand. And oh. if you tell her to put either of those items down, it's full meltdown mode. So we're, that's, Actually, that's what just we're thinking dealing with.
0: That perhaps eighteen months is a little still, a little bit before the. Major Thanks tantrum, for that. That's great so. tonight.
1: <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. I, oh. I had to say
0: that that's just too
1: cute to that's say. So cute, yeah, isn't is it?
2: Cute. My stomach, so. even just hearing the word Over tantrum, very... oh no, makes me just i i feel all sweaty, and it brings me back to those days. Thankfully, touch wood with my daughters, mind you, though Allegra's on the cusp of being a teenager, so we're seeing a different sort of tantrum. But with my girls, oh. The, the tantrums would be over, it would be getting out of the house, but then not getting out of the house, <laughs> getting into the car, then getting out of the car, going to the playground, leaving the playground. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> it's
1: so exhausting it, it's that you exhausting. start to go as a parent, should we just not go? Yes. I can't think that. Of course we still yeah. go. They need the park. Yes. They need to get out of the house. Yes. Oh, but the effort versus the return and we might just stay on the couch. The angst. <laughs> you
2: know what my sister taught me? I've got two younger sisters, but my middle sister had kids before I did. And it was such a good lesson. She said, lower your expectations. <laughs> That's right.
0: Which was so
2: spot on yeah. because before you and do I'm have a kids. Oh, well,
1: I'm, I'm shocking. It's 3.45, everybody in the car. <laughs> no, you've and got to And laughs at me and laughs at me. And because I, I went from tw- 2015, I was living in a little one-bedroom flat, doing what I wanted, when I wanted, completely selfish in my own little world, to now having two, nearly three kids and a wife. And it's World been a very, very, very quick, mm. like oh, one of those little snowballs that you shake. That's how I feel my life sort of <laughs> been over the last three years. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it's some serious adjustment. If, if,
0: you're, if you're a time nuts, it, it's... Oh, mm. I'm
1: letting go. And Snedge would say, <laughs> you're not letting go at all. But I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm loosening my grip. But
0: you, do, you have to
2: let go. Also as well, for me, where I let go as well is... I hate the playground. Oh, yeah. It actually is something I go brain dead. At the park, and I put myself under huge pressure with my firstborn Allegra to always take her to the park. Yeah. But I hated it, and I thought, why am I doing this?
0: Because it would be why do been... you hate it? Because it's boring, it's so boring. Oh. have you it's... ever been stuck behind oh. a swing for half an hour? Oh.
1: Man. See, I love it, oh no! But it's kind of like mm. daddy, daughter uh, time gives, measure. No. Willow and I are at the no. park mm. literally at oh, 645 a.m. <laughs> every morning. Wait, 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 are Snes- you doing
0: push. Whilst, are you doing a workout or <laughs> no, something while no. running you, around? Walk <laughs> the dog up.
1: It's literally an hour and a half oh. to go down the slide three times, walk the dog, get back <laughs> home. But that's Nejana's little break while she's having some fairly horrendous morning sickness so I was giving her an extra hour of sleep without Willow going mama 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 so that's kind of my gift to her each (laughs) morning but I do love it with Willow. My
0: husband loves the park but he also plays his guitar so he has this little strum stick so he's like a walking minstrel but he would always take the kids to the park and I would do you know what I like to do Jess? Little hot chocolate Coffee, a little bit of a tart, have a chat over a coffee. You can do that from about three years of age. Absolutely. And that is, I'm, I'm happy with that. Absolutely, Or dress-ups.
2: <laughs> or love manicures. Doing, yep. I yeah. love doing dress-ups with my girls, colouring in, yep. Lego songs. I can do Lego. All of that. But for me, the park. So essentially when with Allegro, I put myself through all this pressure. And then when I had Giselle, I thought, you don't have to do that. Do some other things that actually bring you joy and that will then also bring your daughter's joy. And and that was a big transformation for me in in the way that I thought because I was so wedded to this notion of to be a good parent, to be a good mum, I had to do all these things as opposed to going, actually, wait a minute. There are no rules. There yeah. is no one size fits all way of being a great parent. There's there's stuff that works for you and for your family that isn't going to necessarily work for another family. But embrace what it is I think that makes your heart sing yeah. because that that will then go through to your kids. It's and interesting it's, you say yeah. that
1: because I didn't I didn't read a single parenting book. I was given 20 of them as gifts in <laughs> anticipation and I totally agree with you. No Two parenting jobs are the same. No two children are the same. No two parents are the same. Every dynamic is different. Every little personality, idiosyncrasy is different. And you've just got to learn what works for you. No one knows their kids as well as you know your kids. You know what works, what doesn't work. And you've just got to work that out. I think working that out for yourself is part of the beautiful thing of parenting. Everything changes by the day. They evolve so quickly. What they couldn't do yesterday, they can do today. And you don't want to miss a bit of it. So I think reading up on that and having all these preconceived ideas and it's not, I mean, each each to their own. I'm Mm. sure it's helped millions of parents out there and, and they swear by a, lot a book too. but yeah i think i think you can overthink it and over you know you're you over you have and... met
0: jess before haven't you so <laughs> she, she's she's a journalist <laughs> no, no i don't no, I, no, I, I mean yes, in a nice way yes. journalists are the worst like i know researching you Yes. Mean. yeah right all yeah. Of the Reading all everything. of the journalists yeah. i know were like oh, i am going to have this I'm down like pat by the guest baby that hasn't done their homework <laughs> just coming on one of your shows.
2: But, but that's good though because i've mm learnt the older I get, to embrace more of that side, yeah. to to trust myself more and yeah. to trust my instinct more as opposed to feeling I'm going to do the research, I'm going to read everything, I'm going to feel really across all of this and I'm going to know the answers and what direction I'm going. And as you say, being a parent, there is no map, no. there is no rule book to follow. And for me, I'd very much been a perfectionist and I really got myself into a real kind of straight situation where I thought, oh, no, it's not working this way. So yeah. what's wrong with me? And then you start to second guess yourself and, and, and you don't want to be doing that. You want to be backing yourself and thinking, you know what?
0: I am good enough. I'm mm. good at this gig. Mm. And when you don't have all that information, you can tap into your instinct more, which is what you've been able to do, Sam. Like, that that's what I think I see a lot with, and not just journalists, but mothers generally. Um, because I remember speaking to experts about certain things and saying, but how do you get the man to read the book? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, yeah. men don't read books. Yeah. That's not how they absorb. Well, I, that's a huge generalization, but... In the parenting world, most parenting books are aimed at mothers because yeah. mothers are the ones that are like, oh, I have to know it. I have to know it. I need the checklist. I need to know, boop, 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 yeah. and then mm. I'll get that result. And then you lose your instinct.
1: Yeah, it does put a bias on your behavior, whether you admit that it, it you know, from slight to extreme, there would be yeah. some bias put on your behavior if you read all that stuff.
0: Yeah, well, we're over that now, aren't we, Jess? Oh, well. So <laughs> totally. No, I to am. Out it's the fantastic. Books. The only books you need to read are the ones that Jess has written.
1: That's right. <laughs> because
0: they're not about parenting per se. <laughs> um, okay, up next, relationships. They can be more challenging once children come along. Uh, next up, we're going to ask Jess and Sam whether they are sulkers or exploders and how they come back together after they've had a spat with their partner. Parenting, they say, takes a village. It's about experimenting and finding out what works best for your
1: child. You don't learn when you're scared. So all those strategies under the guise of discipline, they're counterproductive.
0: Feed Play Love is the bite-sized parenting podcast that's a village in your pocket. Short interviews with experts and real parents about everything from managing tantrums to making sure you get regular date nights. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Feed Play Love.
2: Are you coming? Are you going to stay there and sulk?
0: Could you, could you please stop yelling at me? Damn it, woman! Why won't you yell at me?
2: I'm going to sulk in my
0: room. If you want to stay up here and sulk, I won't hold it against you.
1: There is only one way to resolve this conflict. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who am I kidding? I can't stay mad at you. Parenting small children can be challenging. It can make connecting with your partner difficult, particularly when everything is chaos and you can't get a minute to think calmly, there are some typical responses when your partner does something that makes you see red. You might be unusual and respond in a calm, clear, and communicative way. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can respond like most of us who either explode or sulk. Jess, what is the most common response for you to your partner when you're angry and how do you come back together after you've had a spat?
2: I go quiet. I I I don't often get cross. I'm pretty even-keeled. And I suppose yeah, I will get quiet. And I, I don't like the word sulking, but I'll just get quiet and have very like one-word answers to things. So, Petey I think will that know. Is sulking. <laughs> And then there might be a few, I know <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and then there might be a few other times where I don't swear mm-hmm. at really at all. But on the, like when I am really, really cross, I will swear at Petey, or not at him, but sort of to him. And, and he'll go, ooh oh, pussycat, I know I've crossed the line here. And that will maybe happen once a year or so. We're pretty good.
0: pretty good. I I love that he calls you pussycat. I love that. Every book I've read of you, I said, I have to put a question about relationships in here because Jess seems to have such a good one with her partner. And you're always so nice about him. My husband, I won't let him read your books because all of my articles are about stuff he's done wrong. And he's like, oh yeah, I, I give you content. But you always have that, such a nice things to say. Oh, well, you know what?
2: For us, we've been married almost 15 years now and no, been together for 20. And we're a really good team. And, of course, there are times when... When you're tired, when you don't communicate well, when you're not connecting, you're not spending enough one-on-one time together, that happens. So I don't want people for a moment to think, oh, she's got this incredibly charmed marriage. It takes work. Like anything in your life, we work on our careers, our friendships, our kids, but sometimes we forget to work on our relationship and actually take that time to spend time together. We try and have a date night a week. That has not happened for a while, <laughs> for a few months, dare I say. But we do try and carve out some time for one another. But we, we also understand each other. We're very different. I'm crazy and quirky. Petey's very straighty 180, but but we we match one another very well because he will ground me and I will lighten him. And so we, we kind of bring out each other's best
0: parts, I think. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Very How are you going to – now you have to talk about when you fight with snets. Uh, <laughs> look, you can feel free to end on a lovely note like that. Oh, but, no, no, um, yeah. well, what let, I want is the grit. Well, yeah, I know you do.
1: <laughs> uh, Look, we're we're both pretty fiery. Snajes Macedonian and Ooh. feisty and uh the sparks do fly. It's kind of it's we always sort of say it's what makes our relationship so great. There's so much sort of the passion and heat and it's you know, without that our relationship wouldn't have the magic, so you've got to take the good with the bad. Mm. But we do we do butt heads, that's for sure. Um look I fly off the handle and then I leave like not leave, but walk around the block or just cool off. Snege wants to chase me down the block and talk (laughs) about it there. And then in the moment, which just infuriates me even more. So then you start running. (laughs) She's learnt that I'm actually good to talk about things once I've had that cooling off period. But if you try and take it up with me there and then in the moment, nothing good happens. There's no good resolutions. But then as far as kids are concerned, we've never been closer. And... I don't know. You mean I, since they've come? You yeah, yeah. I, I, it's made me closer to Evie, and we were already pretty close. It's kind of, it's almost like having Willow made our family complete, Aww. particularly because we met so strangely and we're the first to admit that, yes, you meet on a reality TV show. What's the world come to and if it'll ever work <laughs> and we were sceptical like anyone would be, but only we sort of were in that bubble and we got it and we kind of knew that, we'd never think in a million years, you'd meet someone that you'd spend the rest of your life with in this manner, but we did. And it's real. And even now though we've had children, we're about to have another child, people still think it's a big hoax, but it's real. (laughs) And you know, it's just, it's made us even closer. And I mean, I'm lucky that all of those stresses that children bring, I'm sheltered from a lot of them and it doesn't, doesn't probably penetrate in and affect our relationship because there's just such an amazing parent. She's, I'm not saying she's superior to other parents out there, but her. You can say that her resilience. She'll hear this. Well, she, 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 I mean, I've got comparing it to no one, but um, she's just so patient, so resilient, so selfless, and I don't know if she, part of me thinks that's just her inner strength and who she is as a woman, but I also think after being a single mum for nine years. She ha- it's it's helped as well, and it's probably built that even more. But I um, mean, she she gets what I need to do to stay sane and keep work going. And I'm very I'm a bit of a, cre- a creature of habit, and I've shifted somewhat. But if I tr- try and shift too far, it probably won't work. And she loves spending almost every waking minute with the girls, and I I love that if the girls are not with me, they're with her. And we're not really, you know, not, we, we have a nanny who, nanny, a, a girl, a lady who's amazing, who comes around twice a week for three hours at a time to give Snesha a little break, or I'll take out to the park and that kind of thing. Like I spoke about before, but Snez just doesn't really want to be away from the girls. That's her thing, you know. It's not she's not doing it because she has to. She's doing it because she wants to, and she's not working at the moment outside of helping with my fitness program. So it's a really, um, it's a really good balance that we've it's got. A nice
0: balance, yeah. It's interesting though. I think um having someone come for if even that short period of time, like you say, three hours, two times a week. Yeah. Um, especially with small children, and when you're pregnant, I wish all women would do that. I know we don't all have the. I had financial to force Nige to do that. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. She
1: didn't. What she didn't. She thought it was a waste of money. Yeah, it's not necessary. And you know, something we always say to the mums on my online fitness program is, you can't pour from an empty cup. So you think you're giving. You think you're doing the people closest to you a disservice, but you're actually giving them a better version of yourself because you're more patient. You've had some sleep. You've mm. got your hair done. You've, gone for, <laughs> you've done some exercise. You've returned some emails that were starting to matter. Whatever it is, but you've you had have the time, time to do time for
2: yourself. Totally. And you've I, had some time for yourself. And you have to yourself. call that. I think you have to yeah. own that. And, and there is that, that guilt, I think, that can creep in where you think, oh, no, I can't. I have to yeah. be selfless. But no, I think... It, you have to be selfish, but in but in a good way, in the sense yeah. of looking after yourself, Couldn't caring for yourself. So yeah. if that is having time out to get your nails done, hair done, do some exercise, have a cup of coffee, whatever, have a walk, get some fresh air, but just be you without little people pulling on you, needing you and taking all your energy. You've mm. got to conserve something yeah. for the inside.
0: What about uh, date nights, Sam? Because as Jess said, even though they fall off the radar, yeah. sometimes when life gets busy, you have to actually have that appointment in, given we, we that your life has changed. Once so much.
1: a week, we we went for once a fortnight, and we probably cancel one in two. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, we once co- a month is once, good. Once yeah. a month's good, yeah, and I think that's great. Yeah, it gets to the point where you're so tired. <laughs> you, I wouldn't say you're doing these. <laughs> You know, you're not gallivanting over the countryside in horse and cart and doing all this kind of <laughs> stuff. I feel like we've got that in our system on the bachelor. But uh, we're more, you know, it's like, let's just watch a movie. I mean, Snedge and I went to gold class cinemas two weeks ago and Snege slept for 70% of the movie. <laughs> but I bet
2: she loved it. Ate a heap of food, yeah. fell
1: asleep, woke she up with 20 it. minutes to go, and she's like, this was just what I needed. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing that's just great.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to know what movie it was.
1: <laughs> uh, what did we see? It was... Did
0: you fall asleep too? No, uh, it,
1: was, it wasn't It was terribly memorable. It was something with Mark Wahlberg in it. It was just a, an easy-to-watch rom-com that we thought we'd just sit back and watch and snitch oh, that through the whole thing.
0: Lovely. Damn it, I've got some work to do. All right, our final topic in just a moment. When have you turned a parenting fail into a parenting win?
1: This is a disaster. This is a disaster.
2: I can fix everything. What are you going to do to fix this? And I just can't wait to
0: see how you handle it. Okay, well, good luck trying to polish a turd. (laughs) a colleague in our office was relating a story about running out of bread before school. So she grabbed some cheese from the fridge, got a loaf of bread on the way to school and told her kids it was car lunch day. (laughs) Um, And they made their lunches in the car on the way to school. The kids thought it was the best thing ever. And so much that they still ask her for car lunch day. Sam, when have you flipped a parenting fail into a parenting win?
1: Uh, I had one quite recently. It was probably three weeks ago. We ordered Willow her own little kitchen. So she loves kind of pottering around and following and but she gets all the dangerous stuff and drags it out of the cupboard. So like <laughs> if she's got her own safe version. And it arrived, and as it arrived, I made this huge song and dance to Willow. Oh, my God, your own little kitchen's here. Your own... And it was flat-packed. <gasps> and i'm not a very handy handyman oh, no. and she was all confused because she was just looking at these big flat cardboard boxes i had to pull out the old <laughs> you know allen key and screwdriver anyway oh. I turned it into a relatively nice experience by Willow helping me as much as she could and she loves unpacking things and she quite liked putting it together and then she went off and had a sleep and by the time she kind of woke up, I'd like to say 30 minutes later, it was probably two hours later, (laughs) I'd nearly finished this damn thing and she loved that she'd been involved with the creation of it and it really almost felt more like hers And, you know, it was nearly a disaster because she had a full meltdown because it came in a flat pack, worked out to be quite good.
0: Well done. Well done. Jess? Oh, I have them all the
2: time. For (laughs) me, it normally involves cooking because I'm a shocking, shocking cook. I'm not – I think I'm just not very interested in it, so I don't put a lot of time – uh, recently I cooked some nachos because Mexican I think is a very easy go-to nachos meal. My great. daughters will eat it. Kid, so doctor. I did did nachos and I put the corn chips, the beans, then the cheese, but I put it all on baking paper under our griller and the baking paper caught a light. <laughs> I I'm busy chatting to my girls and mucking around, them, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, is this some, there's some smoke and oh my god, the chips or you know the nachos, the flames. So I had to I got it out really quickly and there's flames everywhere. And then I sort of got the tea towel. I'm like thinking, oh, I'll use that like a smoke blanket. So I'm patting it all down. But then I managed to just throw out the burnt bits and cover the rest <laughs> in – Squashed avo and sour cream, and it was great. So we still and had the
1: dip area. We I like
2: still it. had dinner. So I'm yeah. So I literally resurrected this burnt nachos <laughs> that caused a mini fire in our kitchen. And my daughters thought it was
0: delicious. Did they notice that the kitchen was on fire? Yes, they're like, "Mummy,
2: there is a fire in the oven." <laughs>
1: It's so all it wasn't the You react, yes. is what is you react going positively. On? This is meant yes. to happen.
2: Yes, or laugh, or it's, just go, yeah, oh, it's no. a barbecued oh, version. No. Gonna... <laughs> so that's, that oh, was a recent it. one. Yeah, that's great.
0: All right. Well, that was our last topic. But before I let you leave, we love to give our guests an opportunity to tell us what's going on for them right now. Jess, you have a new book out. Anyone I've tell got us about a brand it?
2: new book. I'm so excited about this. It's called Diary of a Crap Housewife. <laughs> and it is a collection of tales from my life about cooking, cleaning, reinvention, cats, fashion, mental health, sex. It's all in there. Oh, I didn't know there was sex yeah, in there as sex well. Sex in there as well. But essentially, it's about embracing our imperfect lives and realizing that we're enough having a laugh. I've got recipes at the end of each chapter. But what I really hope with this book is that people can recognize a bit of themselves in there. I'm an oversharer. The older I get, the more I (laughs) overshare. But I think that's important because we can all realize that, hey, we are enough. The the fact
1: you're an oversharer just shows you're more comfortable. Well, The more we overshare, the more comfortable you are in your own skin and the less little white lies and cover-ups you have to. I'm the same. I used Mm. to put a big Barrier around everything, and not really show people my true self. And once you let the barriers down, everything feels a lot better. But um, it does, um, yeah, it doesn't it? it. Yeah. It's freeing,
2: and I think too. So freeing, it yeah, gives really other liberating. People permission to also go, hey, yeah, I'm not so perfect, so or oh, I'm struggling a bit with this. It's yeah. it's mm. so
0: good to no. do. The I'll, question is, though, are there nachos in your? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all in there. No, Basically, there's like spaghetti bolognese, panko crumb schnitzels, hamburgers. Like it's all. Can't go wrong. It's what I cook for. Well, cook it in (laughs) vertical. It's like that's a loose
0: word that I make for my family each night. Beautiful. And where can people find you online, Jess? They can find me at craphousewife.com. Beautiful. Sam, what's going on for you?
1: Uh, you find me at crappersonaltrainer.com. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no,
0: I'm kidding. You're uh, <laughs> on fire with your personal
1: training, Sam. It's all going very well, yeah. yeah. Really pinching ourselves a little bit. But uh, my online fitness program is what I'm working on. Uh, it's a continual evolution to just continue to grow the program and improve the program. Um, it's totally blown us away. We've had 150,000 people do the program over the last three years and it's in different countries and the results people are getting on it are just phenomenal. So, uh, you can find out all about that at 28bysamwood.com and it's workouts that take 28 minutes and you can do them at home. So really popular with mums. Uh kids-friendly or family-friendly recipes and you get your eating plan at the start of each week and the touch of a button it links to your online shopping and it's all user-friendly. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, so it's all all about convenience and saving time and we say it all starts at home. So if you can work out at home, you don't have the stress of having to get to the gym and the time restraints and if you can create good food easily at home, uh, you're a good role model for your kids. You can prepare healthy meals for your kids and you've got more time for the more important stuff in life.
0: Oh, lovely. And and last but not least, you, you're on socials, right? Yeah. In, Insta, where can people
2: find you? They can find me at, on Insta at Jess J Rowe,
0: R-O-W-E, or on Twitter, Jess Rowe.
1: And, uh, yeah, I'm mainly Insta, so Sam James Wood on Instagram.
0: Brilliant. Thank you both so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It was great. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me at Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.
2: You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a Babyology podcast hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash
1: parent panel.
2: See you next time.